Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. <laughs> Look into the light. Yeah. <laughs> the most papers. Laura, yep. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Um, I, tried I reached out after <laughs> like I was triggered. Right. Uh, this is my new thing. Triggered. By one of your posts, so mm-hmm. I figured rather than go to war right. on Twitter, which is my first reaction usually. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, but you. see, it would have been a really like unsatisfying war because I would have got, I would have seen that tweet and gone, <laughs> I don't, not engaging. <laughs> I have a hard time believing that anyone, like I'm always skeptical of the people that say, I don't care what people think. Oh, because no, I don't most... think that's true. I just think that there's like, you pick your battles. I'm not going to sit and argue with somebody all day on social media. I have come to, I used to, but now I have learned that it's really not worth my time or energy. Right. So, so. that's, that's what I, I just start out with. Like, I don't need another war. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm in too many right now, but because of my. <laughs> not in too many, just a couple. Well, yeah, because, <laughs> well, I'm getting this, um, first, you know, I'm thirsty for knowledge. Right. And it doesn't matter. You know, I go through my phases sometimes mm-hmm. like. A couple of years ago, I was thirsty for knowledge for the Bible, right. like the book, like why and right. where and how come and how, who edited this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, and so lately, I've been I'm really uh, free speech is a huge one for me. This uh, C-16 that came through with the transgender rights, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being in, in trying into the criminal code, the, the non-gender specific pronouns. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan Peterson came along, who was, uh, uh, Wow smart but like, he, he starts he, he speaks at a level that I, I i have to like i have to listen to over and over because the words i understand but it's it's just at a different level it's right. not my level of communication normally okay and provocative mm-hmm. like oh yeah yeah and, and you know i i went to i called him a, a moron on twitter the other day yeah and <laughs> i mean we're all morons we're all i think i think we're all struggling to incorporate our dark side right. we understand that we're not perfect and, and, and we hate what we hate about ourselves you know and and we don't want to be that and we're all striving to be better people i think is is the human condition mm-hmm. uh, except for the oblivious of just they're shallow and they right. have no, you know and they and they just everything's cool uh and and i found it interesting i went to see him yesterday because well first they canceled this free speech and uh, faith goldie who right. I couldn't disagree with more. Right. A rebel, far right, yeah. Christian, pro-life. Mm-hmm. And I'm all cool with those opinions. In fact, I seem to be drawn to those people now because mm-hmm. I want to learn. Right. Because I'm a lefty. Right. I mean, how many times have I run in elections? Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm pro. I think that a little bit of socialism is good for society. Mm-hmm. And without it, mm-hmm. we're going to have like a whole group of people that come back into the system and cost us way more money. So yeah. let's take care of them first. Yeah. So that's, but he said, you know, don't make a, 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 a enemies unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And don't be provocative. Well, Jordan Peterson, have you seen your posts lately? <laughs> like the one about, uh, you know, this this need for children and stuff like mm-hmm. this. So anyway, so. I, well, he posted I, one the day before yesterday and said we wouldn't be having all these issues with sexual harassment and sexual assault if sank, if sex was still you know, in marriage only. Instant, instantiated. Right. It, it, yeah, yeah. Right. And so I replied to him and I said, yeah, let's go back to the time when it was legal for husbands to rape their wives. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, or have sex with children. Yeah. I mean, that was acceptable yeah. at one point. Yeah. So we're getting better, right? Yeah, we're, I hope. And, and, <laughs> and culture changes and times change and, and things that are acceptable change. But mm-hmm. I really feel that the pendulum has swung full, so far left now. Okay. That you, you, you have to be so careful. Like the self-censoring that's going on with reporters in the media. Right. With the professors at, uh, at universities mm-hmm. is really, in, in, it, it, to me, it's, it's concerning mm-hmm. because you shouldn't be afraid to teach horrific lessons right. or offend people. University is not a safe place. It right. shouldn't be a safe place. Like you shouldn't have to be worried about getting raped. But learning institutions generally have not been safe places. Right. yeah. And so this culture of uh, bubble wrap and and protecting people and, um, you know, uh, let's not trigger anyone. Let's not raise any eyebrows and not, let's not say. And I remember the first time you came on my show, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't, you know, I listen to the radio. I'm like, hey, they were on my show first. <laughs> and I know they saw that, too, you know. Yeah. Like you're a politician. And, and I remember you saying, and it was probably me. Because you're my guest, and I know that you're sensitive to the to the sexism thing, mm-hmm. and you pointing out yeah. in a very innocent conversation, yeah. sexist. Yeah. See, yeah, sexist. Yeah, actually, See? you said was that sexist of me? Yeah, because yeah, so. you said, "How are you going to do this as a mom?" And I said, "Same way that the men who are dads are going to do it." And you went, "Oh, is that sexist?" <laughs> yeah. And you're like, "Yeah." A little, so yeah. <laughs> now, I kind and I told you this on the phone. Yeah, and I, I just you know I don't know how how else to put it other than. I'm guilty of it as well. I feel mm-hmm. like I, when I go in, out into the world today, mm-hmm. I have these glasses on that are filtered. Right. And the filter uh, allows me to be very uh, aware mm-hmm. of the left-right political divide right. and how much bigger it's gotten. Yeah. And how um, Trump, God bless him, I think he is a blessing in some way because these things were always there. But he's boiled them to the surface, so now they're at least out in the open. Yeah, right? I mean, I guess there's there's something we to be said for knowing what's Yeah, what's we don't there. have yeah. more extremists than we ever had before. He's right. not growing them. Yeah. He's just letting them come out. Right. They're coming out on both sides, including ones like Madonna, right. who I used to respect like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then to, But to stand there, and it just seems like, well, you're doing the same thing he's doing. You're just throwing hate back at him. So, right. you know, so I, I try not to waste my hate on Donald Trump, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I see the left-right political divide everywhere. That's the the lens that I'm guilty of seeing everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I see the the I feel like it's a growing divide between men and women. Okay. And again, I think on both sides, you know, you've got the the Ben Shapiro's and you've got the the factual feminists mm-hmm. or the practical feminists. Where mm-hmm. you know, and I you know I kind of accuse that you that on the phone is right. like one of those people like me mm-hmm. that goes out and sees feminism and oppression right everywhere right because it's uh, everywhere <laughs> because it is everywhere jim <laughs> but but we also choose to see yeah. that right mm-hmm. so I, I remember saying to my friends to my friend one time you know regarding her son mm-hmm. you know like and i was saying like well, I, all i see is love mm-hmm. because that's what i choose to love now right. i could have seen frustration all the time right but I chose to see love. So I, mm-hmm. I think it's really a choice. So anyways, that's a preamble to, you know, why I had you on the show. And uh, I appreciate your time. So thanks for coming in. Um, I want to, 
you know, kind of turn the mic over to you as to like, what are you up to? What's important to you? Where are you going? You know, what are your short-term goals? I know your uh, underdogs. Yep. Boxing yeah. t- yep. is taking a long time to get off the ground. It has. So you're at the, yeah. Uh, so I'm okay. So I'm co-host of the uh, podcast, The Practical Feminist, um, which is the number one podcast in Niagara. And we heard Twining talking about that all the time, and that's fine. <laughs> that's the last oh. thing I'm thinking, gonna say about Trevor. I'm mad at you, Trevor. Um, and I'm also the um, founder, president, and head coach of Underdogs Boxing Club, which exists because we wanted to bring uh, the Shape Your Life program to Niagara. Shape Your Life is a recreational boxing program for uh, women-identified survivors of violence. So we couldn't find a home for it, so we opened a boxing club. You know, because that's what you do. Uh, no, you actually can try and make a living from this. I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm I'm happy where I am. Um, it's but not a nonprofit. It, it uh, underdogs is a nonprofit. Okay, good. Yeah, right. it's a nonprofit. Okay. Um, the uh, Shape Your Life program is actually uh, in partnership with the YWCA and funded by Ontario Trillium Foundation. Um, and then we have the for underdogs proper. We have uh, membership uh, programs for. Everyone. So we're the first women-led boxing club in the Niagara region, um, but we we have classes for everybody. All right. And so politically. Yes. You know, first time I had you on the show, you were actually at that time recently appointed. No, it was when they were arguing about whether they were going to. Oh, okay. Well, I think you wanted a by-election. Right. I had you on a few times. Well, the last time I listened to you, you on my show was when you were sitting. Okay. And we were talking about how it was returned, Laura Yip, not re-elected, right. Laura Yip, because... Because well, I hadn't been elected, yeah. Well, yes I kind of had, no, but not, can, yeah. I, mean, you, I didn't win the election. Yeah. I, it would have been disingenuous I, to say re-elect. Right, right, right. So, um, political aspirations. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you going to go back into... I, know, I don't I, know. You know, like, this is the thing. I go, no, I'm never going to do that again. And then somebody will go, well, never say never. So I guess never say never, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would, I don't know if I want to subject myself to that again. Like I loved being the a counselor. The or the being elected? The, so I loved being a counselor. Campaigning is a lot of unpleasantness. Um, and even, even sitting, I mean, I would get, I would get messages from, you know, citizens that were not, they weren't saying the th- same things to my male counterparts. hundred no. percent were not. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I will, if I will subject myself to that again at any point. So that's not something that's burning in you to finish. You don't feel like you no. I mean, there's a lot business. of people encouraging me, but I don't know. Well, and it really puts you out there. I mean, I, the last, well, my motivation for running last time wasn't the most pure. I will admit I was trying to keep someone out. Right. Um, it didn't work. And, you know, my mother from the other side is still saying, who cares who's mayor? Right. Go sell some real estate. Yeah. Go make some money. And here I am <laughs> talking to people in my basement. <laughs> that doesn't make any money. I can't, I can't help but look away, though. Right. And that's why I'm having a hard time even. So are you going to run again? F- I, I, I don't know. So, yes. Uh, well, I d- n- <laughs> this time if I run, I'm running on a to win. Right. I've never run that way before. Okay. I've never had the resources. I've never had the commitment. And right. as a Green Party candidate, that's in this area. Right. It's yeah. really just yeah. not an option. I yeah. know you. everyone runs, oh, I'm going to. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty realistic when it yeah. comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I'm torn. And again, you know, my my mother was a great woman, and she talks to me a lot still, even though she's gone. Mm-hmm. And I hear the, and this was kind of like when I was on the board of the realtors. Right. And it's kind of a pessimistic attitude. I think she just wants me it wants me to be successful right. and happy and take care of myself mm-hmm. when my passions don't pay. Right. Um, and her take was kind of like, what do you want to waste your time with those guys? Because they're not politicians. They're not even business leaders or people. They don't really – these guys have too much time on their hands. Right. And I look at guys returning – over and over and over and over and over that still don't understand the process of the whole meeting. Mm -hmm. And I think, do I really want to go down there and bang my head against the wall with all that frustration? Like there's really, it's no, there's no gratitude there. I don't think like you really have to be a selfless Mm -hmm. and I I don't mind serving selflessly. I mean, I do it at church, you know, a couple times a month Mm -hmm. uh, because I love it. Yeah. I, I, I just love, the, you know, volunteering or servicing or whatever. So I'm torn between it. But then again, it like it's such a shit show. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that goes on there and like I don't I don't ever want to put myself off as, you know, I'm going to go there and I'm going to be um and get it all right. No, right. I'll be just as broken and just as confused as the rest of them just in a different way. <laughs> I have a hard time with it. I don't yeah. you know, but the region is probably the only place I would mm. I would be motivated to run. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm ha- I'm having a hard time resolving it. Yeah. And uh, I got to take care of myself. I mean, yeah. that's the bottom line. And I've got a bunch of other things that could could turn out to mm-hmm. be good. So, so I'm having a hard time with it. But um, I don't. Know. I guess I guess that'll that'll come around in, in short order. But <laughs> that's a long answer. You're supposed to be giving the long answers. Well, it was a short <laughs> answer. You asked me a question. It was a short answer. Yeah. Um. So the practical feminist. Yes. Let's. This is and this is why I reached out to you. I reached out to another left wing friend of mine, and he basically said, "Fuck you." Oh, right. Okay. Um, because I guess my friends are racist, homophobic bigots, hmm. and my my posts are provocative. And thank you for actually, you know, responding to one. You've mm-hmm. been quiet on my posts for a while, and probably goes both ways. I don't, you know, I'm, I try not to go there. This, you know, I try. I try to not go to Facebook because it sucks the life out of my soul. I swear to God, it makes me feel filthy when I get off. And it's all this comparison, and I know. It's also, hey, Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. So, and I po- and I have no problem being provocative, and mm. probably Facebook is not the place to start a rape conversation. Right. But you know, I'm listening to Camille Paglia. I don't know if you've ever heard her, her but she's an old school. She's a seventy-something-year-old old school feminist like right. the, the original couple waves and right and i didn't even know there was waves right but this this recent wave mm-hmm. really has me kind of irate okay and it, it has me feeling like it's not all men's fault right and we got here together right. both the left and the right mm-hmm. and the men and the women got here together mm-hmm. why can't we just celebrate where we're at no we're not perfect yes injustice is everywhere but we're getting better and so in this conversation with Camille Paglia, Peterson says, and this guy is well-read, he's brilliant, yes, he's provocative, and he said, women with brothers have been known to be raped less. And then there was a whole Reddit conversation that I found out after I had such a pretty negative reaction, yep. the Debbie Slades and the, you know, the Lori Ups come out and, like, where'd you get this bullshit? Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, and this is... 
And then, uh, so I went looking, of course, you can't find any studies on this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. But there was a, a pretty good conversation going over on the Reddit thing. And then I saw, that, you know, a young girl saying, I'm 21. I had a couple brothers. And, you know, I heard this other conversation about, you know, you grow up. You, you hit your sister. Mm-hmm. All, you wrestle. You smack them around mm-hmm. until you're a certain age, and then your parents say, you can't hit your sister anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Because you're, now you're stronger. Yeah. Puberty kicks in. Yeah. It's not like at, when you're two and three and four and five and six and seven, you're mm-hmm. all kind of the same. You're yeah. equal. You don't yeah. have this. You haven't, the, the sexes haven't grown into what they're supposed to be, which mm-hmm. is men is, are stronger. Can mm-hmm. we say that without pissing off everyone? Typically, men are stronger. Yes. Yeah. There are um, women who are stronger than there are some women who are stronger than yes, some but men, the bell but curve typically in the yeah. middle, yeah. yes, Absolutely. men have a much bigger upper body strength. Yeah. So, so this girl starts. Yeah, I had a couple brothers, and mm-hmm. we were physical up. And I remember when my father came in and said, "Okay, you can't hit your sister anymore," and how bummed she was because she really loved wrestling with her brothers. Right. I even wrestled with my niece. Mm-hmm. The, this is part of growing up to find out like what hurts and what doesn't hurt. How much right. can you take? What's a, what's a game? What's yeah. a you know what's going to frustrate you to tears and, yeah. and blah blah blah. And she was saying, you know, if I get a hard time, like I really get a hard time in a bar, mm-hmm. and the guy won't take no for an answer, I have no problem just giving him a two handed push in the chest, and he won't he knows not to fuck with me anymore. And I wouldn't know that if I hadn't had brothers to mess right. around with when I was a. I'm like, oh really? And Peterson's take was. Uh, and I think Camille Paglia chimed in and said, well, because they know mm-hmm. men at a deeper level. They know when they're screwing around. Yeah. They know when they're being a man, when mm-hmm. they're full of testosterone and mm-hmm. they're just being silly. And they don't treat them seriously. Right. And it's kind of like, oh. And and how and I'm like, wow, what an interesting, interesting conversation. Probably not the place to put it on Facebook as a question. Right. So women with brothers – are raped less? Trigger yeah. alert. Yeah. And you well, because I don't think that's true. I Like, I don't see how it's possibly true. There is, and I wish I could find it. I, f- I came across it years ago, and I haven't been able to find it since. Um, there is a study that says that men with sisters are less likely. It doesn't mean they won't, but they are less likely to rape. And that to men me, with daughters probably too. Well, yeah, right. But but typically, like a lot of the rape is happening before people have kids, right? So like with that age range, kind of right, right? Okay, fifteen to twenty four, right. kind of thing, right? Um, but the the men with sisters are less likely to rape, or boys with sisters are less likely. That makes sense to me because you think because it's terrible and it drives me crazy. But also, if it works, then I don't see why we don't stop. Why do, we don't keep using it? You know, there's that. That idea that, you know, think of your mother, sister, you know, grand, like all of those things. And people say, yeah, but just think of her as human. Absolutely. Just think of her as human. But if the tactic that works is the one that says, you know, what about your sister, daughter, mother, then then use that. Hmm. Right. So how can you have it both ways then? How can you how can you be offended by saying. Women with brothers or, you know, if that if that triggers you. Mm hmm. Oh, I wasn't offended by it. Or or, or, uh, let's call it sexist or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then it's this, how can you have it both ways? Because it's the same kind of conversation. Okay, so men with sisters are are less less likely to rape. But what, we can't see the other end? Well, I just, yeah, I guess the opposite could be true. I I guess it could be. And you're not going to have a study. We're never going to be able to study this and have an actual stat that says it. But it's reasonable to think that if women grow up with brothers, then they will understand men better than than women that grow up without brothers, don't you think? Maybe, 
Right, but I don't know that that necessarily... Like at a deeper level, too. Like really an Yeah, intimate... I just don't know that it necessarily protects them. Right? And it may not. So, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. It's... So, you know, Jordan Peterson saying something like that, it could be true, but I'd like to see mm-hmm. and you're never where he got it from it. kind of thing, right? right. So, Because this is also the same guy, like I said earlier, that said, oh, well, we wouldn't have sexual assault and sexual harassment if sex was still sanctified in marriage. Well, you're wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you also, and then I'm not going to pull up, but, but you have to, you have to really read those tweets yeah. over and over to, to really, okay, so this is, you know, and I'm guilty of it too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you hear or comprehend something very different than actually the words on the, right. and we know this between men and women, mm-hmm. you know, I'll say to my friend all the time, no, that's not what I said. Mm-hmm. No, you did. No, because I. Like, I have a memory for what comes out of my mouth mostly. Right. And what I said is this, 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 and this. Well, that's not – it doesn't mean what you heard. Right. So we have a hard time, and I think that we're more easily offended than we ever have been, it seems. Maybe. I mean, it might be that we're more aware of what is offensive, right? So even when you talk about universities being safe – places are not being safe places right that you should be able to teach horrific things and and that sort of thing i don't entirely disagree with you but at the same time what about those students in the classes that maybe that horrific thing that's being taught impacts them and then their ability to learn and feel welcome because if you don't feel welcome in the classroom you're not going to learn as well you're just not going to yeah, but how does teaching how the, Mao killed 50 million people right. not make you feel welcome? Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. and I think, you know, if we spent more time teaching responsibility mm-hmm. rather than our entitlement to rights, right. maybe we'd be m- more responsible. And I think, you know, uh, why this Jordan Peterson seems to be so popular right now, especially with men, is because what his message is basically speak truth. Mm-hmm. And his message is for everyone. I think women are getting a message from him too. And if you've listened, his university lectures are all over the internet, and and they're they're not sexist, homophobic, intolerant lectures, or he wouldn't still be at the U of T. Right. There's, in fact, uh, the hundreds of hours of lectures that he's got online. I, I challenge you to find anything that's intolerant and not based in fact or right. philosophy. He's a clinical psychologist. Psychology. Um. I lost my train of thought. Now, now, it's just. I, I wonder, like, where are we drawing the line on the safe place? Uh, you yeah. know, the idea is if we taught more world religions, mm-hmm. we would understand yep. each other a little bit more. You yep. know, if we knew about Hinduism and Islam and, you know. So I'm interested what you think are the conversations that we're not having or we're having very badly mm-hmm. that need to happen so that we can move forward. Like he, Peterson talks about the Christians and the Muslims. This right. is a huge fucking deal right now. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if you're Muslim or Christian. There is an ideological butting of heads here. Mm-hmm. And without understanding and without teaching it through grade school and up through university, and we're not. No. Um, then we, we have some serious issues. So I think that's, you know, based on his idea that, you know, Terrorism is only going to get worse if we don't if we don't solve this with a conversation. And you know, I come from the school of thought of that everything can be solved with a conversation. Mm-hmm. And so my filter is the left and right political divide, and I think Trump's helped to really put a light on it. 
I don't know if it's my imagination or I'm just, a, I, I'm still a feminist, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it's become a dirty word for me. I want, I don't want that. To, and that's so, why you're here. So why has it become a dirty word for you though? Well, because I think there's a lot of false narratives. Okay. Well, like? One, well, like the wage gap. Okay. Okay. Oh man, we're going to disagree. Uh, and I'm fine with that because <laughs> I want to learn. And that's why right. you're here. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm right. Right. But what I'm saying is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm is a false narrative it's like black lives matter Mm -hmm. okay cops are not going around killing black people in fact the stats say that they're not if you look at no black people are killing black people and the most of the criminals that are armed tend to be in the states tend to be black okay so that that may be true but cops are killing black people at a higher rate per capita than they are killing other people it's not true Okay, and we can get into that later. Okay. That is it's actually not true. It's a false narrative. And so I think the lefty in me that is usually supportive of the Black Lives Matter, because, yeah, slavery was horrible. No one, your sister, your black friend, no one should be oppressed or discriminated against. I'm, I'm on board. And if you come to me and say, hey, I was discriminated against, I will stand beside you tall and proud and fight with you. Um, the wage gap. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, can we can we say that men and women are different without triggering everyone into war? I was at church the other day, and uh, I'm sitting with a guy who said an offensive comment, and I reminded him that he did, and he says, "No, I would never say that about you." I said, "Yeah, you did." We're having breakfast with his wife, you know, the volunteer kitchen, and um, you know, he asked me what he he, he watches. Why I, I told him you were coming on because I'm trying to understand this, mm-hmm. the false narratives. I'm trying to get to the bottom of. It. I'm trying to learn right. for myself so that I'm not an offensive, fucking bigot asshole, which I think I am naturally. I think we all are. I think intolerance. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I think intolerance. I think if you go back to when we were in caves, you know, and and you see it in chimps, and they're supposed to be our closest DNA. Mm-hmm. It's a protection thing when a when a different color, or a different tribe, or a different speaking come up against us we try to kill them that's got to be deeply ingrained and, and yeah we're working we're get, working at getting better but no it's it's kind of the tribe mentality is still in us if you believe in evolution i think that that's natural it's a protection mechanism so men and different are what uh, men different are what uh, men and women are different men are stronger usually starting after puberty mm-hmm. men have testosterone you have estrogen and i think women if, if, if it just get more of them to understand what testosterone actually like you have some not very much i have some estrogen not very much and we all have different and we all are on the scale somewhere and testosterone does a lot of things <laughs> aggression mm-hmm. a protectiveness um sexual desire i don't i don't think women actually get what it's like to have thousands of thoughts of sex every day Right, but you can make choices. Oh, absolutely. You still are a rational I choose human being. not yeah. to touch <laughs> yeah. and not to whistle yeah. and not to rape yeah. and not to but, – but it's there. Right. It's there. And, and any man that says that when they meet a new woman isn't in the first minute going yes or no, whether it's naked or in bed or what she – like, I mean, they're liars because that is – I don't the, know, guys. What do you think? <laughs> And maybe now's I'm just, the time to confess. Maybe I'm just a sexual deviant pig, but I think I'm just a man. Okay. I just think I'm a man, and yes, and it's so. You know, James Demore comes out and has this 
I think it was Gawker that leaked it, Mm -hmm. called it an anti-diversity memo. No, he said we're different. Women aren't attracted to this field generally, just like generally men are stronger. Generally, men are more. But I also didn't go to school, and I was never told that you know math was for me or science was for me or like don't bother with those things. Those are right. So we're doing better. We're doing better as far as that goes, right? Like we're not sort of well, yeah. Separated off. Dead in the forties, man. We were not like really not that old. (laughs) No, I mean, but I wasn't born until the the, (laughs) seventies. The barriers are coming down. They're coming down, but they're not gone. Okay, what are the barriers to stopping women from? doing anything these days okay so i mean first of all there's the great big one that you know people just expect men and women are going to be interested in different things and do different things we're still okay um, but that's true right that's not a barrier we are interested in different things okay yes we're interested in different things but you know women getting into science is still women in engineering i mean they're facing things from their mostly male counterparts right okay so so in fields that women norm traditionally have not been attracted to for whatever or haven't reason been able to go into right because there were laws like women couldn't go to university women couldn't be doctors but now we can do whatever they want so now but they're still not attracted to the stem fields in any significant numbers just like they're not attracted to working on oil rigs in the arctic men are those guys right. in the coal mines but i think that's still a lot of societal expectations right i think no it's because are... women don't want to stand on a platform in the arctic ocean working on heavy pipe and risking their lives i think they're you know they're wired for different things like um procreation recreation of the population like men men's sole desire is not to have a baby I think well, most <laughs> women, most women, I mean, that's one of the most important things for most, the, again, we're speaking in general, mm-hmm. stereotypes are accurate because, like, most women want to have a baby. Why? Why is that true? Because most women have babies. You don't think that they just had them by accident. Like, there's something in a woman's brain that says, right, but for I want all a child and a family. Right, but for all who are coming up now who are saying, I don't want to have children. Right. Right? Like, the stigma that they face. I mean, I and again, like, you know, you've got 20-somethings, 30-somethings who are saying, I don't want to have kids. And people are going, oh, you'll change your mind. Oh, this. Oh, it, right. No, I don't want to have children. Right? And that's not accepted as just something that they don't want to do. Okay, so back to the barriers. Okay. So, so we're interested in different things, How, but that's not what I consider a barrier to success or a barrier to. Right, but I don't know that we're fundamentally interested in different things. Like well, my well, daughter, my daughter is ten years old, loves science and math, loves it. Yeah. Right, her dad's an engineer. It is not unfathomable that she will be an engineer. No, she wants nor to is be it an impossible. Chef, but nor does she, yeah. nor do I see her having many barriers to getting there. Right. Hey, maybe when you get there, dealing with all men might be a, a, a different tough. culture. Yeah. But that's just like it's really no different than a guy becoming a nurse. Like, oh, well, I don't know if that's true. I mean, well, again, you've got men being promoted at fat. So there was a study. I think it's three years ago now that said um, fields that are traditionally male, as they become traditionally female, they get paid less. I, I don't see how anything they become predominantly. that is traditionally anything mm-hmm. is going to be anything other than what it has been because it's it's oppression and is not the reason for the women not staying on oil rigs. It's because they um, have different needs and wants. And one of those needs and wants is having children. Now, 
it's you know I think Demore said in his in his Google document that um, women are more prone to be neurotic that that triggered a lot of people and that um, th there's good reason for it because women have a good reason to be fearful more fearful than a man would be walking down the street or just out in life one men they're smaller <laughs> and weaker mm -hmm. right and men are bigger and stronger and men are fucking evil right i mean like hitler wasn't insane mm -hmm. he he was brilliant <laughs> he was obsessed and that's another thing you know we talk about um Men entrepreneurs are m mostly more successful and make more money than women entrepreneurs. I don't know if there's anything other than some men just will work 80, okay, see, 90 hours a week. And women don't have that obsessive, compulsive, like they have other things that are important to them, like their family. Right. And, and again, and this is why you're here, but, but these are triggering statements. Women have traditionally done more of the caregiving. Right, because we've been the forced giving, to. With parents with children yeah. no not because they're forced to because they choose to well there's a choice to having babies and staying home to take care of them that is a choice you don't get accidentally pregnant and say well there goes my nursing career no but society is set up in a way that makes it so that we have to stay home and take care of those babies right like look at there's no daycare spaces daycare is completely unaffordable right when i, I when i had two children that was my mortgage payment if i was going to put them both in daycare Right. So a lot of people I have a, a, a co-worker right now who is not coming back. Uh, she's taking a she's exercising her six month leave of absence after her full year maternity leave because she can't find childcare. Hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. Right. That's so that's why the a thing. A little like, bit of socialism is good for absolutely. society. Yeah. And that's why, you know, the that's why I kind of don't fall on the conservative side of the political spectrum as far as no, take mm -hmm. care of yourself. It's your problem. Mm -hmm. Make more money then. Right. So that you can have more. Right. Money for daycare. And so because women tend to be paid less. Like when I when I was with my ex-husband and I was pregnant with our first child, he would have happily stayed home, right? But he was making so much more money than I was, it didn't make sense, mm. right? So this is where you've got those – these are the kinds of barriers, right? I absolutely would have gone back to work prior to a year being – you know, before the mat leave being finished mm -hmm. if it had been feasible – for that to happen and that's i think legitimate as far as women that choose to have children mm -hmm. that's a legitimate barrier getting them back into the workforce and right. getting them back into the workforce if they had a career before that yeah at the same or haven't good even better mm -hmm. place on the on the well, hierarchy and, and this is the challenge because then you've got women who are out of the workforce because it makes the most sense financially it makes sense for them to be the ones who stay home right so they're out of the workforce for a year year and a half then maybe they have two children. So now you're looking at two, maybe three years out of the workforce. And then they go back in and somebody says, oh, yeah, but you're missing three years of experience and oh, like, yeah. all of those things, right? But, I mean, let's talk for just, you know, a second about the, the skills you gain becoming a mom, <laughs> right? Time management, risk management. <laughs> like, there's, there's a whole lot of stuff that you just figure out at home that is relevant to the workplace, mm. but it's not seen as relevant. More barriers. So um, the first one, I think, uh, the first one you went to, and, uh, and this is not to pick you apart. Again, this is, and we're getting some comments on 
Facebook, thank you. Uh, we'll have some maybe questions. Um, and again, I'm coming at a place from I, I want to understand this because I'm so fucking frustrated out there. And the more I hear the false that, you know, the 77 cents on a dollar is a false narrative, then when you actually fact and when they talk about factoring out like women are graduating with better degrees than men in most major centers right now there you know there's evidence that we're leveling the playing field which is good to a degree yep yes we still have some issues we're still 117 years before we close the wage gap there is no wage gap <laughs> there is a wage gap. you have to take into consideration though that the women are off to have children mm-hmm. that they choose jobs that pay less Sometimes because the most dangerous jobs are for the men because they're because we choose those jobs and uh, that men are more likely to be obsessive compulsive about their business and work 80, 85 hours a week than a woman is because a woman has different priorities. Right. But there's studies out of Catalyst, which is actually headed up by a man, which is insane Um, because it's supposed to they're supposed to be researching like things that affect women in the workplace and that sort of stuff and it's headed up by a man it's like guys <laughs> there wasn't a woman that could fill this role and so what men but anyway teach women studies but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so um but there's a number of studies out of catalyst that show that um for-profit boards right and and ceos and that sort of thing they do better when they have a better do better financially when they have a better balance of women not a majority of women Right. They're just saying it's better when it's balanced. And it absolutely is. Right. When you've got more diverse conversations and a perspective and everything else going on, every organization is going to do better. And that and I'm I would say no organization should be run by all women either. I completely agree with the balance. Every campaign that I've run as a Green Party, as Mm -hmm. a feminist, no one wants their mother, their sister, their niece, their wife to be oppressed Mm -hmm. or discriminated against. Yes, there's been injustice, and there still is. Right. I just, and, and getting back to the, the wage gap again, I, I'm just offended by the ignorance that people are thinking that the listener has when they, when they keep trotting this thing out. When you actually, when you dissect it, you can, it's almost nothing because of women have choices they do they spend more time in the family they do the preponderance of housework and caregiving by choice sometimes not choice you know that one's and again there's no study there's no right and wrong here what i'm trying to get to is that the perpetuation of a false narrative is not moving us ahead so if you, if we're going to just keep saying it's 77 cents when it's really not that way or once it's weighted and 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 what do you call it dissected mm-hmm. then it's justified and a lot of that can be justified by the woman's choice to stay home to not be on the oil but see, rig the choice the choice is where you and i are going to disagree is because because where is that choice coming from right like i didn't have i did not have the choice the 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 um to go back to work or stay home we would have been on the street <laughs> if i had gone back to work that's not a choice Right. Mm. If I say, oh, you make two times, almost three times what I make. And you know what? Yeah. You want to stay home with the baby? You stay home with the baby. I'm going to go back to work. We'd have been on the street. That's not a choice. Okay. I got it. So, so. And, the, and, and just going back to your original thing, and you know, we have different interests. Mm-hmm. I don't see that as a barrier. That's, that's free choice. 
The child rearing thing, absolutely. Um, and th- the responsibility seems to fall with the mother. Primarily, I mean, yep, I still. mean yep. you gave birth. Yep. <laughs> you usually have a much you, – you have a different relationship. Can we say that even? Mothers and their child mm-hmm. have a – can never ex- – like they came – you gave birth to them. Yeah. You can't expect them to have the same relationship with their father. Right. It's a different thing. See, I feel like fathers would argue with that. I feel like – like – I see where you're because and, and actually my ex and I and we're I mean he and I are still friends but we had this conversation especially right I'm after the babies were born. Or they well, no, but I think you do. Like... I think there's a more visceral. I think it's more visceral for the mom than it is for the dad. Right? You grew them. <laughs> like, yeah, right? but you're saying, and I I don't know. So, that but men I don't know. Are going to be offended by that? Yeah. I, I think. Well, I think men. It doesn't be mean you love them you, less. There's I a. Think if, I think there's know, a bit of a difference. stereotype. Men get offended less than women seem to these days. Well, you know, because there's a lot more going on that's offensive to women than it is to men. I don't know about <laughs> that. I think, again, it's a mindset and it's a choice. Like, I could be offended by all kinds of things that are sexist. Right. Again, like, um, anyways, let's go. So that is significant. I, I will agree with you on that one. The first one you came up with was, well, we're interested in different things. I don't see that as a barrier. Okay. Okay. And can we agree on that? No. Okay, but. well, that's a choice, though. We're it's not interested really a bet. in different things. Again, like where's that choice a... coming from, right? Well, I didn't go into math or science to... because I wasn't encouraged that's to go into math or science. true. You can't have it both ways. Okay, so, the, all right, so child-rearing. What, 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 put another uh, what barrier on Another me. barrier for child-rearing? No, no. The oh. barrier to women today. Oh, oh, okay. And now I'm not right. talking about the 30s, the 40s. We've come a long way since. I'm not talking about the 30s or 40s. I, I wasn't born until the 70s. Yeah, but I can't you... talk about the 30s and 40s because it wasn't there. Like, is it sexist to say that the birth control pill was liberating for women? No, it's not sexist to say that. Okay. It absolutely was. Yeah, they got them into the workplace. It, it made them control. Women being able to control dis- their reproductive. Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah. That changed everything. Yes. Now, would you agree that we're still kind of seeing the impact of that and really not sure exactly about, okay, so in the 30s, man went from the field where he worked with his son, Mm -hmm. where his son was fed without even talking, just by standing beside his father, he was getting a a certain wisdom through osmosis, even if his father didn't say anything. We took the father out of the field and put him in a plant mm-hmm. for 40 hours. Right. So that connection was broken. Yep. Now when the father comes home from the plant, mm-hmm. he's pissed off. Yep. He's tired and he's hungry. All he wants to do is for his wife to feed him. <laughs> okay. I mean, this She's is... She's also we, tired and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Traditional roles. And he's got no patience for the child. Mm-hmm. He's not going out into the field. He's not, he's not teaching yep. the kid anything. Yeah. So our kids now, again, generalized statements. I don't, you know, of course there's exceptions. You want to look for why young men are looking for mentorship in gangs? Mm -hmm. Well, duh, you took the father out of the home. Yep. Women now, in more and more of the cases, are choosing or being taken out of the home Mm -hmm. to go to work. Right. All we have all these parents that are two working parents again. Yeah. We're having more women come into roles that weren't traditionally for women. Mm-hmm. 
We have more women coming into politics, mm -hmm. more than ever before. Yep. Still not enough, but more Still than ever Still not before. enough. And I, in every campaign, I said if we had more women, we would have better policy. Yeah. Uh, it's but the, that's the, it's sexist, the too. No, it's not. By, by saying... All women think the same. No, not all. And okay. that's no, that's. But, but that's what you're saying when you say if we had more women, we'd have better no, policy. No, I'm saying if we had more balance, we'd right. have better policy. Right. There are women in the world who I do not want representing me. <laughs> like, ab right. Absolutely. I mean, sure. you can probably think of a couple off the top of your head that you go, nope, Laura wouldn't want them to be in power. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, there are men there. And, well, and this is the thing. This is, you know, you see it frequently where there is a woman who has just absolutely horrific views politically. And then some guy will go, oh, yeah, but feminists should be voting for her. And we all go, no, she's terrible. We mm. wouldn't. We're not voting for. We're not saying any woman is better than no women at all, mm -hmm. right? Like, that's that's ridiculous. Um, so but, but balance is better. So are you for quotas, for gender parity? You know, when no, the Green I've never Party been in, for quotas. They, I mean, the Green Party... And Canada doesn't have a quota system. No, but like, let's say, the Green Party, you know, who used to be affiliated, I remember when the provincial executive decided that, that every role was going to have gender parity. Right. And... I mean, in that capacity, maybe it's fine. But when you start putting quotas in and you start getting less effective people, like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Are we going to go? Okay, so. So women, men and women are different. We have different interests. We're better at different things. Some, well. Men are traditionally, they go. Have you out, read anything by Michael Kimmel? No. You should. I, I, I can't read. <laughs> and that surprises you not at all. <laughs> There's probably audio books. There's probably I'm audio barely, books. <laughs> I'm just setting this set up was it took everything out of me. Uh, what's your point? What, so Michael Kimmel, um, who studies gender and particularly masculinity, right, actually says that there is more difference um, amongst the genders than between them. So there's more difference, and that'll go for races too, amongst men. Than there is between men and women. And I think right. that goes for races as well. I won't even argue that point. Mm -hmm. But we're different. We, we, like, I like the example of, okay, so we have a big Christmas dinner. Right. The women go into the kitchen, not because that's their job. It's mostly to get away from you guys. Exactly. Because they want their time together. And right. what are they doing? Right. They're doing their little chores and the dishes. and they're, Yeah, but they, I will bet you anything that if the guys were like, hey, we're going to go into the kitchen and we're going to do the dishes and everything else. And you ladies, you go downstairs. No, the, yeah. No, they totally would. But the women wouldn't go out and put the hood up in the car and say, hey, well, well she's. I just did that last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. You're just sitting the around hood? smoking cigarettes, <laughs> looking at the engine, going, well, "Wow, that's, you should probably get those rocker covers, get some chrome ones there." Okay, no, I was Maybe by myself. I had to put up the hood of the car and do some stuff. But I mean, yeah. it's just that we're, we're. But I bet I could have called a bunch of girlfriends the and they'd come over. The boys like the trucks, the girls like the dolls, and it's not. I mean, the stereotype is there for a reason. Right now, some boys like. Dolls well, and all, some but girls they're also like mimicking their their parents as well, right? So, like my no, daughter, I think you're born. You just you're, no, you're, you're not just you're, you're not hardwired to like dolls. No. Well, why do all girls like dolls and all not boys all like girls trucks? Like dolls. And not no, all boys the, like trucks. The majority trucks. of them do. Hashtag not all kids. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Toys R Us are now they're putting all the toys in one section. They're not going to have a girls and boys, right? <laughs> and they shouldn't. I want my kids to be able to walk into a store and go, I want that, without, yeah. Don't they do that anyways? They don't see the sign that says girls and say, oh, no. I can't shop in this section. Right. 
So, <laughs> okay, back to. Um, I didn't say I was going to make this easy on you. No, and, and, <laughs> I, and learning is not never easy. And I, I, I come into this with an open mind from the standpoint that I want to understand better. But I, w- I want you to be open too, to the uh, to what I've considered to be, you know, Ben Shapiro. God bless him. I couldn't disagree with him less. But that phrase that he came out with: "Facts don't care about your feelings." Right. Yep. Uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, there's a wage gap. There's, there's a wage, there might, and it's, it's actually 82 you, cents. The most recent study is 82 you cents, can not slice, 77. Can you, can you admit and agree with me that you can slice studies and stats just about any way you want to support any to argument? To a large degree, yes. Okay, good. Also, will you admit that that 82% is a lot smaller and almost non-existent if no. you take into the consideration that women, one, make choices to stay at home to just have I just told just, you about that yeah but some women that's all they want to do is be a mother right some dads all they want to do is be a father but stay home father yeah I know a couple of dads who have stayed home and this is the problem a and couple, this is a, I, well again, thousands and thousands again, because not most a guy, of the men are men making go? more money than the women and so it's a logical rational choice that couples make and go yeah no you're making <laughs> twice what I'm making you're going back to work Right? Dangerous jobs. Uh-huh. OCD, obsessive compulsive when it comes to working nonstop. Right. Because okay. they're told that that's where their no, value that's is, is work. That's the way they're hardwired. They're men. They're obsessive. They also suffer um, uh, learning disabilities more yes, than, they do. Yep. than women do. Yep. Women are more prone to an anxiety and depression right. than men are. I, I don't know if they're more prone but There's a higher society says that you guys can't admit it as freely as we do. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Right. So, and again, that's that's an issue. I don't know that the rates of mental health or mental illness are higher, but you guys can't, right? Because oh, no, suck no, it no. up, man it's up, come diff- on, deal with it. It's right? just different. It's just different uh, diseases we suffer from. Women tend to be because, and again, it goes back to the. But there's a lot of men who suffer from depression and then you usually find out because they've committed suicide because they couldn't seek help or didn't feel like they could seek help. Right. Right. There's a shaming in it. Absolutely. Just like there's a shaming in a man calling the cops on his wife because he gets smacked across the face. And really, it didn't even leave a mark. Right. Now, when a man does damage to a woman, when he assaults her, there's serious consequences. And so those stats... All this, you look at any stat, and it'll look like men are monsters, and they beat their wives far more. And well, they do beat their wives far more. The like men well, are the, more I, violent with women than women are with men. That's right? again not but, true. No, it, it, it well, it's true, but the I don't think that the gap that is there is as large as it actually is. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Right? Because, so, because men because can't. Men and women both understand and agree that if a woman hauls off. And does unless she's using a weapon, she's really not going to do that much damage to her. Well, maybe, maybe not. But uh, you will not no, find. Well, it's true you because not... they're not as strong. They're know, not as. Strong. Here, let me. <laughs> no, yeah, you could you could hurt me with a weapon, but a man is right. much. We have clubs mm-hmm. like my club is a yeah. lot bigger, and where it comes from, yeah. And you might have a better technique, and whatever. But again, yeah, technique's not going to matter when. Yeah, the bell curve. Men are far more powerful. Yeah, and. 
they're sicker. Right. They lose when they lose their mind. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no bringing them back right. for a long time because right. they're men because mm-hmm. of testosterone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I heard a theory that really interested me, like the rape theory, mm-hmm. that women actually are more violent in domestic relationships, but because of the stigma and because of the impact, there's not as big a, an impact when a woman is violent and loses her mind on her husband the husband usually doesn't get hurt and usually doesn't call the cops so those stats can really be i'm not saying and who cares who beats nobody should be beating anybody no but it happens Mm -hmm. because we're fucking animals right you know you know the look at the chimps Mm -hmm. you know i I think it's interesting and i you know i'm learning all the time chimps practice organized war they don't have religion Mm -hmm. they kill all the men Mm -hmm. And then they bring all the females back into the tribe to mate with the, the rest of the brood, and, right. and they take over the territory. Now, that's right. for territory and resources. Right. Now, if you believe in the theory, and they call it a theory because there's so many freaking holes in it. There's many holes as in, in the Bible, I would think. It's just science, so everyone says, well, you can't argue with it. That's their closest kin, mm-hmm. and they're horribly violent, and this is... I think humans are too, but mostly men. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're monsters. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, uh, Carl Jung talked about the shadow mm-hmm. and how man's shadow, and when he says man, I think he means human, human. Yeah. goes like straight to hell. Mm-hmm. And, and that you cannot be a good person until you incorporate your darkness, right. until you incorporate and understand the shadow. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I think the expanding on that is that um, the harmless man is the most dangerous one. Right. The one that is biologically and clinically psychotic but can control it right. and function in a world, in a normal world and blend into society mm-hmm. is needs to be feared but is also the one that's got it under control. And... You know, sexist or not, that whole beauty and the beast, they're looking for a fucking monster they can tame women. They want a man to, you know, that is a nasty, uh, whatever. Anyway, so when I hear stats that say that women are actually more prone to violence in a domestic relationship, but that, and here's all the reasons that it doesn't get reported, I'm like, wow. Because, again, I think I'm, I'm seeing false narratives everywhere and i don't and i'm not saying i believe that i'm because you can't again you can find a study to say anything so but i'm kind of looking to kill the like the false narratives because it's not helping us so i'm interested in the conversations that need to be had right and you can't just say you're an idiot you're a homophobic intolerant bigot with you know you need to bring some facts to the argument so uh, and we can talk about more. Well, I do there. think there comes a point in some conversations where you can just go, you're an idiot. <laughs> I will agree with that. But, uh, and we can talk about, you know, when, when I when I hear barriers, I'm like, okay. Yeah, we had a lot of barriers. Mm-hmm. They're being reduced and reduced and reduced. There's less and less and less. We're getting better. Um, but, and we can go back to that if you want to. But uh, I, I want to... I want to talk about like what do you think the most important conversations are 
that we're not having or are we having badly? That's a big question. Yeah, I mean, but this is it because for me, and this is, hey, I, I like doing this because mm. I, I, pretty, I like human beings. Or like people saying, why are you talking to her? Is that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I really, you know, I've been in business 25 years in real estate and my story is, and I get to a point where my story becomes I hate people. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you feel that way mm-hmm. sometimes. I think all of us do. But the bottom line, and and you and you can see evil in people everywhere with those glasses, or you can see love. Right. And so I have to continually remind myself, and I think it's true that basically people are good. They want to be loved. They want to love. They want a family. They want to be safe. They want to be well taken. And once you once you make enough money to take care of yourself, all the rest of the money doesn't make you any happier. But we, we can do a better job at making sure that people have, you know, I'm not going to start getting into guaranteed annual incomes and stuff like that. But, yeah, take care of people, a little bit of socialism. Mm-hmm. But now in this new age, and and I, I like to go back to also, we're also we're just seeing the impact of having women come into fields in right. politics. And we're not really sure how that's played out Mm -hmm. and how it's going to work and if it's going to be better for society. I mean, we know that um, freedoms who have typically been fought for, the vote, Mm -hmm. you know, suffrage, um, not given to by men, fought for Uh by women and feminists and people that saw the injustice, Mm -hmm. um, we're getting there. And as they get their freedoms, Mm -hmm. they're... I mean, I, I don't, I'm not really worried about triggering anyone. I don't want to offend you. Mm-hmm. But as you, as women have gained freedom, so has their economic opportunities okay. and their prosperities. Yep. Uh, that is, that those go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm seeing less and less of the barriers today than when we had them. Before. Right, and, and there are and, fewer and, barriers, and sure. or they, or maybe some of those same barriers exist, but not to the same degree. Exactly. But, and, but I think that the false narratives continue to be told, and 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 I, I want you to be more responsible, you women feminists, mm-hmm. um, to really be responsible for dissecting those and being open to saying, okay, so when we take all these. Factors out. Right, but that yeah, the sort wage of gap. suggests that we read something and go, oh, then that's what it is. And that's not how I operate. Mm-hmm. So, right? Like, I don't just take a study at face value and that's it, right? The wage gap, my information on the wage gap comes from numerous studies that have measured for all kinds of different things. But do they right? take into the, the basic facts into consideration? Well, you're, but you're asking them to take into fa- consideration things like that men and women are hardwired to do different things. No, I'm, t- I'm saying that men do the dangerous jobs. They pay more. Men don't usually have to care for their their children. Men right. choose to be obsessive compulsive about their success. Mm-hmm. And they're more amped about, like, they want to make more money than the guy beside them because it's an ego thing. Right. Women don't have that. Oh, I don't know. But, Women don't have that testosterone, that nature, that competitive, I got to make more than you do because that makes me higher up on the dominant right. hierarchy, right. which, you know, let's talk. Like, but again, we have a I mean, competent that's tox- hierarchy? toxic masculinity, right? So. All right. So back to the, the conversation question okay. then. 
Oh, I don't know. Um, men and women need to have a conversation. Yes, men and women and, need to have and, many conversations. Yeah, and it, it has to be an educated, open, it has to be... I think... I mean, you, you have to be willing to say, you know what? Everything, I think, like, I, I've come to a point now where I've started to question many of my beliefs. Right. And it's hard for me, difficult, because... I've always believed those feminist things. I've fought for them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going, well, I'm not fighting is, for a false narrative anymore. I don't anymore. think this is a, a particular conversation that it needs to happen. But um, And there have been some men who have written on this as well. Men need to believe women more. Yeah, just to sound better. Men yeah. need to believe women more. <laughs> okay. So you want me to slouch? No, I was I, trying I, to sit up straight. Oh, no, and we can move that if <laughs> you need to. Um if there's any criticism about me slouching, though, in the comments, uh, <laughs> it's on you. Um, uh, right. There, like, there have been a few men who have written and said, you know what? They're right. Like, when my wife or, you know, whomever, whatever woman it is that's in their life comes home and says this or that, I immediately think, oh, she's overreacting or, oh, that can't be true. Or, you know, we don't, men don't trust women's experiences. So I think, and again, sweeping generalizations, right? Because not all men, which if I hear not all men one more time, I swear to God. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, But hearing us would be a huge start, right? And, And understanding that we are experiencing the world in a different way, typically, than you are. Absolutely. Right? So. Okay. And that's fine. But the con- what's the conversation I don't know. that we need know. to have? The conversation? Like, for the left and right, I, I don't know where that starts. Yeah. But I know that it's, it's, it's absolutely necessary right now, especially with Trump really boiling the, the extremists to the yeah. surface, right? Like, I, I'm not predicting that, you know, the world's going to end. Right. But we have some... We have some serious concerns about getting along, about understanding each other. The sexes are never, I don't care how old you live to. Right. Men are never going to understand women. Women are never going to understand men. We're different creatures. We just, we're different. I think that saying that men and women, oh, anyways, going back to my conversation at at church, uh, you know, my friend, elbows his wife and says uh what do you think honey and she says i stopped listening when he said men and women weren't equal i said but we're not now why is that a trigger why does that have to be the place where we shut down because what do you mean by that right well, men we're and women different are... we're not equal now should we have equal opportunity absolutely equal outcome absolutely not mm. if, if a man and a woman are just as well qualified you don't pick the woman because she's a woman. Yeah, you do. The, the, no. If they are just as well qualified and your workplace is primarily men, you pick the woman. Okay. Well, maybe you got a point there. Right? So that your workplace represents as closely as possible the community in which you're operating. Okay. So, but if the woman is inferior, you're not going to pick her no, because you're work. Not. So right. that, we don't want to get into quotas. Absolutely. And do we not don't want to go into quotas. nursing and go, okay, there's too many women here. That's right. We, we, and we're not going to go into Hollywood yeah. and go, there's too many Jews here. Right. I think the races 
kind of have a proclivity to go into certain businesses too. Can we say that no. some races are better at some things than others? No. Some uh, races are more athletic than no. others? No. <laughs> Why can't you say that? Because it's racist. But if most, if, so it's not sexist to say that um, more, the nurses are mostly female. It's not sexist to say it because it's true. Okay. So if if one... Doesn't mean it's right, but it's no. true. So if one career is dominated by a particular race, then what's wrong with saying the, that that's the case? Because why is it dominated by a particular race? Right? you got to look well, at the why. Because they have proclivities. They have natural tendencies. They have... Because Biological. white people will pay lots of money to see watch black people do things. No, because black people—I mean, black guys, men—do mm-hmm. a lot of things better than some white men do. I mean, even in football, you see the—you know—the big white guys are, are up front; they're the linemen. Right. The uh, well, the quarterback's probably a bad example because there's quarterbacks been are primarily huge white are they discrimination not? Yeah. over the years right. against black quarterbacks right. so we can't really use that black hockey players rare huge discrimination you think it's just well yeah there's a yeah. culture barrier yep. there too i'm not sure that it, you know it's discrimination today no one's saying you're black you can't play hockey not today they're no not. but you go to the hockey games and there's all kinds of racism you know th- th- with things being thrown onto the ice and that sort of thing uh, well it, yeah that's so. the minority of the banana in philadelphia and that's um i tend i i believe that that even well sexes are attracted to different careers by choice and by nature and i believe that there is a little bit of that with the races too um yeah, you're right. There's there's been historically some discrimination and some um you know, some reasons for that, but less and less all the time. Less Again, less, I yeah. just want to get back to the conversation. And if you don't know what it is, that's fine. But Well that's I what think, I'm saying. I don't think that there is a conversation. I think it's more I think it's a lot more listening. It's a lot more believing and trusting um in other people's experiences. But I don't mm. know that there's a particular conversation. So in your feminist uh, view and podcast, yeah, there's got to be a narrative that you're saying, okay, we, we need to get to the bottom of this before we can move forward, before this ever gets better. And I'm not talking about the cat calls and the little things here and there. I'm talking about like the, the, the big issues. There's, there's got to be a, a leading conversation that... The social, political, and economic equality of women to men. Okay, so how do you get there if... If I had the answer to that, Jim, man. No, but the question is, <laughs> how do you get there if we're not equal? We are equal. How are we equal? I just described to you in so many different ways how I we... I don't agree with you. We suffer from different mental illnesses. We, men don't give birth. We have testosterone. You don't. There's no equality. I'm not... Take the discrimination out of it. I'm not saying that discrimination because of sex is okay. No, it's not. But sitting here saying that that sex and this sex are equal, it's not true. 
That's a false narrative, and I don't think it should be offensive to say that men and women are not equal from the fact that one's a woman, one's a man, that's not equal. Okay. Now, should we be treated equal? Absolutely. Right. Should we have equal opportunity? Absolutely. Should we be quoted into having equal outcomes? No. Right. So. But we should have equal outcomes. It just shouldn't be based on quotas. Equal outcome is sexist in its own way because you're saying we're rigging the game to balance the... The game is rigged. The game has been rigged for centuries. Mm. We're trying to unrig the game. And so how do you unrig the game? I don't know. Okay, so what (laughs) barriers do we get rid of? All of them. Okay, so... (laughs) That's easy. (laughs) Your first barrier was we think differently. I don't agree with that. The second barrier you said was child rearing and, and daycare valid. I would I would agree with that. What's if you if you could what's the next barrier that you would make disappear? Um, I would like to feel a lot safer walking down the street. Okay. And that's something that is directly in the hands of men to change. Hmm. It is absolutely in your hands, your right? The, the big general your to not holler things at me in the street, not stop me and get in my path so that I can't get by. Right? Not make me feel unsafe. That is, it's, it, we just, we just recorded an episode yesterday, actually come out on Monday, right? But it's like sexual harassment, sexual assault are not the weather, right? It rains, you pull out an umbrella. If a man is spitting on you, he can decide to stop spitting on you. I had a conversation with a friend yesterday who said, I'm afraid to walk after dark. Mm. We shouldn't be. But the reason that we are is because we're taught from young children. And this is the crazy thing, right? Our own fathers are saying to us, I know what boys are thinking. You stay off the streets at night, right? (laughs) But then when things do happen, when we get harassed or assaulted, those same people say, oh, come on, that didn't really happen. I've come a long way in I thought my... for a second there I'd left you speechless. But... No, I've come... No, I, I don't... And I appreciate this. So, uh, and, and you're right. We're not going to solve this in an hour or two-hour conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a start. So right. thank you to yep. be opening, open to that. And, yep. you know, I'm glad I called rather than go to war because I was personally offended right. by one of your takes and I, I think it I, I thought it was disrespectful mm-hmm. that's just my take I, I choose to be res- to, I choose to feel that way right I mean that's definitely I could just turn that off mm-hmm. right but I think uh, uh, it's human um, this barriers thing mm. um, I don't want there to be barriers right I want women to feel free and liberated and have every opportunity that a man does, just like w- colored people or races should be. I, I don't. It's we all saw what happened in in the states with slavery. It's there's not hardly a human being except on the extremes of both right. sides. And now the antifa. I mean, they're they're it's covering their faces or worse than We hate that. We hate that for our wives. Sexism, wrong. Mm-hmm. 
but I can't help but react. And then when I when I when I delve into it, I'm going, oh yeah, those are those facts, those numbers, seventy seven, eighty two percent. Clark Bitter says it's an earning gap, not a wage gap. I don't know what that means. Clark's wrong, but okay. <laughs> You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> and I, I just want to draw your attention to the, you know, you're wrong. I'm right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't, I mean, that's the problem today. It's okay it's, to be we're wrong. We're cemented. Yeah. We have bias mm-hmm. that are, are, are bred into us. Right. They come from our parents. Yeah. And then lots of them taught to us. Yep. But, you know, when your child rolls up holding your hand and you're introducing them to a stranger at the mall, mm-hmm. you haven't taught that child to fear strangers. Right. That child fears strangers. Yeah. For a good fucking reason. Yeah. You haven't taught them that people, you know, stranger danger. Mm-hmm. No, they're like, oh. Yeah. I th- that's humans. Mm-hmm. So, I don't like strangers. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, mean, want I that don't like most okay. of the people I know. <laughs> I, I want that to be okay to say. And yeah. I want, I think before we can have the conversation on Trump, right. we need to really get honest and say we come from a really racist, tribal mentality of violence and and. We're getting better, mm-hmm. but this is this is human beings. We are a fucking pathetic, aggressive, especially on the men's side, and that's sexist to say it, but all the atrocity. I mean, mass murderers are not women. That's right. Yeah. There's that's sexist. Yeah. But that's true, and there's facts. And to understand it, I think we need to. I think, especially for the men, maybe we need to be more responsible with saying we are fucking monsters, right? But we're getting better. We're trying. Mm-hmm. We're getting better. Society's getting better. Women, we're bringing them. We're bringing them along. I, I, you know, I, I get how sexist that sounds. I don't need to. I don't want to be so like hypersensitive that yeah. I can't talk normally without right. offending my guest. We're getting better. And but I think I haven't com- been offended yet. I don't agree with uh, everything you're saying, but I haven't great. been offended. And yet. I think that to you tell have me you don't the like converse- my shirt, I'll be offended. <laughs> To have the conversation <laughs> properly, yeah. I think, and especially coming from men, it's just occurring to me now that women are probably less responsible for this, is to say, you know what? We're all born at some level racist, hate-filled, intolerant bigots. We're coming along because it's been – that has been our nature. Like all the mass murderers are not fucking crazy. You know, the Nazis chose – to look away from the atrocities and to buy into the lie. They weren't mentally unstable. They weren't, for the most part, fearing for their lives and their children. There was a small element of that. But mostly these people made a conscious decision to look away from the atrocities and to keep perpetuating the lie. That's human beings. Normal, healthy human beings, just like you, just like me. And it's, again, incorporating this, this darkness. So I think... For the most part, the left and right part of the conversation is we're all Donald Trumps. And, 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 you know, I hate to say it, but like, you know, this whole idea that you you hate in others, what, you see in others what you hate about yourself. Something like that, yeah. You know, it's like Madonna standing up at the Women's March going, I think about bombing the president all the time. Well, you are being Trump right now. So right. you're ta- he's a, a racist, intolerant, hate-filled, bigot, narcissistic, yeah. psychopath, probably. Yeah, transphobe, homophobe. Now, yeah. he throws that all out there. Yeah. 
and then the left, the sensitive left, take it and with their own hate-filled, intolerant, maybe not at the same level, throw it right back without even going, oh, geez, I'm doing the same thing he is. Right. So I think for me, and this is why we're talking, because I, I want to find in my small little circle that I'm doing here, you know, I think that starting the conversation by saying, you know what, our tendencies are pretty evil and they're pretty ugly, but we're getting better. I don't know how to start that conversation with the men and women. Right. I want to be able to say that it's okay that we're different. It's okay that we have different interests. It's okay that the men want to go out and pop the hood on the truck and look at the engine. And it's okay that if women or girls wanted dolls and decorating and fucking, uh, that, that's okay. I think it's, but I think that's where part of this conversation starts. Right. But it's also okay if we flip that. If the girls, if the women want to go out and pop the hood and Absolutely. smoke cigarettes and talk about the engine and the men want to go into the kitchen. Absolutely. But the bell curve is most, I mean, stereotypes are, we have them because they're. Well, because the women have always gone into the kitchen the and the men have the always gone curve. out to the car. But the problem is, is the people on the extremes right. uh, have this really loud voice now. Mm-hmm. And for most of us in the middle, we're going, shut the fuck up. Like, you guys, like the, the Antifa, the far left right now, mm. I just, I'm a left-leaning socialist pinko. Right. But they piss me off now. And now I'm looking at the right going, and then the right's now saying, oh, no, free speech. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. Right. You know, when Greg Miller and I get into a discussion on Facebook about, um, okay, so, uh the the pro-lifers right with their graphic images right and then bro rolls up with a no shirt and something on his and he stomps all their signs down mm-hmm. to me that's assault okay just like if i spit on you or yep. i kick your car right right yeah and and greg's like more of this i'm like okay wait more more of what more assault less free speech oh i get it mm-hmm. like he's a lefty right and he's a social justice warrior from the standpoint, and, and God love him. Like, yeah, yeah, the the animals and the people that don't have voices need someone to stand up and take their side. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I didn't take his pamphlet at the at the parade, and I. But when it comes down to that, I'm like, okay, so free speech is convenient, right? It, and, and it's only it's only when it's con- when you agree with it, right? Like, yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, I'm if not, you're not in favor of free speech, you disagree and, with. You're and not you know in favor what? Of free and speech. he calls me small, snowflake, right? Peter Secor deleted me on on Facebook last night, right? Because he won't engage in a conversation. He told me three times he's got he's got an obsession with my ass. Take your head out of your ass, mm. blow it out your ass. Right. This is not a conversation. We're talking about one Niagara and how right. Brian Height. Please give it up. It's over. It's dead. It's never going to pass. Pete's like it'll happen. I'm like, well, here's why it won't happen. Mm-hmm. I'll blow it out your ass. I'm like, well, thanks. This is what we do. Yeah. And so, Greg Miller. If you are in favor of free speech for the pro-lifers, you hate women. I don't. I don't get that. That's, it's a bit extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's. Do I think that they should be able to be out there with their signs with graphic images? No, because I don't do think that this women? should be an issue at all. So because of the religion, basically, yeah. they feel. And yeah. as a Green Party member, I always said we're pro-life. Mm-hmm. Abortion is a bad fucking end for everyone involved. Right. Unwanted pregnancy is a worse end. Unbelievable. A yeah. society still doesn't treat a single. And, yeah. You know, you you go out there and say a traditional family's better mm-hmm. for society. I like having a man and a woman and child mm-hmm. is you, like thousands of years <laughs> have proved that this is a, a pretty good setup. Now, 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 now I have gay 
couples, which actually do far better mm-hmm. than heterosexual couples yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know. I hear domestic violence, especially between gay men, mm-hmm. is far higher than in heterosexual things. You can, can we talk? Can we say that the traditional family setup is more successful than a broken, like a single, like single mom? Like you, I'm a single mom. My kids will not do worse because I'm a single mom. You would not choose to be a single mom if you had a choice, would you? Well, I guess in this, I did sort of choose. Yeah, but if you if if you had the the happily ever after story, wouldn't you have a father? Wouldn't you have a? I would have a partner. Yes, yeah, I would. Yeah, that ha- that could give. Not that he doesn't get it already from yeah. your husband, but immediate mentorship and right. examples. Yeah. Right, right, right then and there. Yeah. I mean, there's just some things a woman can't can't provide for their son as far as leadership and and you know it's because it's a like they need a man's example, don't they? Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they don't. A single mom has men in her life. I get it. I get it. I get it. But you know, back in the days. Like, and and I, two, I, I mean, my daughter needs the example of good men in her life as well. Good right? point. So yeah. I just feel like there's, I think there's a little bit of a gender confusion, especially for the men today. Okay. Because they don't exactly know what is appropriate, what is offensive, how to be a man. Right. Without dragging your woman around by the hair. Right. You know, which is common back in the day when we used to hunt and gather. Right. I mean, we... We've changed, mm-hmm. but we're still kind of that animal, right? And I, I just, I, I'm really interested in in where the conversation goes and how we have better ones, right? And and how we understand each other. And I've I've grown to be a better listener because you don't learn anything while you're talking. And so I'm, you know, and it doesn't have to be now. I want to get you out of here in the next ten minutes so you don't miss your appointment, right? But, um. um I'm interested in especially how the sexist, I don't want to feel any more separation. Like Jacob Bergman says, he's opposed to anything that divides people. I think that's, I don't agree with that completely. He's opposed to everything. (laughs) I I, I like the idea behind it, but yeah, everything divides people, religion, sex. And, and, you know, I think that the conversation about the left and the right is important. Mm Mm-hmm. And and I think the missing part of it is is that we're all fucked up, right? And and the the men women conversation, I'm not sure how to start it, but I think it starts with going, okay, we're not equal. We do things, we think differently. You, I cannot begin to understand what it's like to be to give birth, right? To be, it's unpleasant. And I think my, you know, since I was a small child, call it sexist or whatever, I don't know how small, but once I learned about the women things, mm-hmm. I've been grateful to be a man ever since. Right. The monthly things, yeah. the the childbearing. I think, yeah. I, I, I'm men ha- have it pretty good. If I, if I could come back, I would come back a man. Yeah. Would you? Probably. <laughs> sexist. <laughs> I got you. It took me two hours. As to long get as that this, as her. long as the game is still rigged, yep, I'd totally come back. Penis and yeah. it can all go yeah. down to that. Yeah. I just want a better career. 
And I think there's a lot of that, too. I think there's a lot of people, you know, a lot of us that look at it and go, that ain't right. Yeah. That guy got that job because he knows someone or yeah. because the, uh, there's a lot of envy, and that's the human condition. But, you know, I want to continue the conversation from, from but, I, I, again, I don't want her to start it. Maybe, you know, we're different. That's one thing. We have to listen to yeah. uh, open-mindedness. Yep. Uh, we have this, the, these biases that are hereditary, that are culture, you know, and we have any, you know, I have, I'm having a hard time with the, with the gender issue mm -hmm. these days. Anyone that comes out and says that, well, I've come to believe you can't change your sex. If you take off the parts and reinstall new parts and jam a whole bunch of different hormones into you, Every cell in your body is still coded yeah, so for the sex you were I born with. I don't think with. that you and I are the right people to be yeah. having the conversation about no. being transgender because we're not. Yeah, and I'm not saying you want it like everyone. Ha I'm happy if you don't feel comfortable for the ninety. You know, ninety-nine point seven percent of the people today are ha they identify with the parts they were born with. Right. So the fact that you don't is it's, it's got to be horrible. Yeah. And, and I don't want to be insensitive. Yeah. But also, when the liberals trot out a 10-year-old, Charlie, who wants to transition to a girl. Right. I, I can't even begin to understand what Well, and that's the thing. That like, I don't child. think you and I can even. But, that, I mean, we have laws. Yeah. You can't tattoo your body until you're 16. Right. But they're going to force this child into a female puberty. I, I Like, I have a huge, like, I really, I don't understand. I want to understand it more. Right, but see, when you talk to people who are transgender, they also talk about, they knew, they knew and that sex and yeah. gender are different, right? Mm, but they knew. I want to, I'd like to learn how that right, is. We yeah, don't have time for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not the expert um, on that, so. But, um they knew when they were small children, mm. right, that they didn't identify as a boy, that they felt more comfortable, right, as mm -hmm. a girl, all of those things. I think there's things. a much higher chance that they, yeah, there's a very low percentage of people that are feeling transgendered and not just gay. I mean, right. There's they, yeah, well, gay. sexuality and gender are also completely different things, right? Mm -hmm. Um but I mean, and again, and I and I know some people who are transgender, and I have a friend whose son, born a girl, five years old, identifies as a boy. And when they talk to him about it, he says, "Yeah, I just forgot to tell you." Like it's that it's that sort of simple mm. for these kids who are allowed to make the transition at this age, right? Is that yeah? No, I just forgot to tell you, mommy. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Happy Sunday. What are you doing now? I'm going to coach at Underdogs and run the Shape Your Life program this afternoon. Cool. So, Non-contact. Yeah. Non-contact. So you're hitting heavy bags and you're hitting hand pads and all of those sorts of things, but you, but you don't get you're to not punch getting in the face. you're not getting to punch. Are you ever going to do another uh another fight? Yeah. I don't know. It's uh the second time I fought, I fought because I wanted to fight at a weight I felt strong at cuz I'd cut a bunch of weight for the first fight. Yeah. Who'd you fight the first time around? Uh, Bree. Um, oh, right. After Jessica Potts bailed on you. Um, so, yeah, I fought Bree Mayhew uh, the first time. And the second I time I fought uh, on Billy Irwin's card oh, at right. Irwin's Boxing Club. Right. Okay. Um, so you only did the pro gloves once. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. 
yeah, I don't know if I, the second fight, I fought at a weight I felt strong at, and my kids got to see the fight, um, and I did really well. So there's no reason to put myself in a situation where I'm going to get punched in the face again. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'll, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll fight and run for something. You never know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, how do people get a hold of you? Where's your website? Where's the, Where's the, Nehan Drive? Is it? Uh, Secord Drive. Drive. Yeah, yeah, one street over. So, yeah, Underdogs Boxing Club is located at 17 Secord Drive. Um, website is underdogsboxing.org. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram um, at Underdogs Boxing. Awesome. Well, so, thanks for coming in. It thank is you. 1010, so I'll get you out of here. Dave Shaw, the hell does he want? He's got nothing good to say ever to me. He likes me. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> likes you. That's not true. Here, I'll read you some of the comments just before you go. Sorry to break your bubble, but women do not need a man to raise their family. And in some cases, children being raised by a single mother actually turn out better than the children that are raised by two parent families. The difference women do not, blah, blah, blah. Again, stereotyping, but the traditional family setup has been pretty successful for thousands of years. I don't Depends know that anyone would say, you know but what? Kids of single I'm going to have an unwanted pregnancy. Kids and be in a, a loving home are doing as well. That's the factor, is the environment. Yes, Brian, you're right. I'm still working on becoming a better t- listener, but it is my show. It's funny you saying you're a better listener since I barely hear Laura talking. <laughs> Fuck, That's my father's also true. so pissed off. Yeah, your dad is going to be mad. Stuck on the evolution comment. Who's Brian Lizard? No, I don't know. Jane said. I don't know what Sally Della absolutely agreed with, but it was probably you and not me. (laughs) (laughs) Not being equal does not mean one is better than the other. Absolutely agreed. There are just differences. Differences are okay. And that's, I think, where we need to start. Yes, we're different. And Mm -hmm. it's okay to say we're different. We have different interests. We think differently. And I can't, you can't possibly know what it's like to have testosterone. It, I, mean, I don't want to know what it's like. It's actually, not I'm going right. to rethink my. It's not right. Rethink my it answer makes to coming you back. You have the worst. Right. I'm just. I'm thoughts. standing by that. There's more difference amongst men and oh, amongst no. women than between them. And you know what? USS Ash Boo Schultz said it greatest the other night, uh, just before he covered um, Gord Downey. Mm-hmm. He says, "I want to celebrate one thing here that we all have in common: a heartbeat." And if we fucking just spoke about fuck the races, fuck the sexes, we're humans, and we have more in common as humans, regardless of the race or the sex, than we have more in common than we have differences. Yep. Absolutely. And I think that's where it all starts. So, Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, we got some good comments there. Uh, I'm not going to go through them all, but uh, a few people still logged in. Thank you, Facebook Live. We'll put it up on the Jim Fannin Show podcast uh, later on. Check out The Practical Feminist. Uh, I've been listening. Man, how many shows you got? Uh, we're coming up to actually, so I think is it next two weeks is our one year, so 52 episodes oh, you're doing in a one couple every of weeks. Week. So, yeah, yeah, we and release every week. you can find that on iTunes where I think I got you tagged right now on the Facebook post. And uh, thanks again for coming out. Thank you. I have to walk over here. I'm just trying to make me off. Stop walking into the picture.